Episode 8, March 27th. Uh, I'd like to welcome all the Daegu dogs out there. Uh, here I am broadcasting live with uh, Dustin Waters, uh, uh, myself, and unknown guest. But now this week, uh, uh, some of you may have noticed we're on video this week. So you can see this guest, but uh, for the audio folk, we'll, uh, we'll leave this, uh, this guest for a little bit later. Now today we're, uh, we're here at uh, Malaski Studios. Uh, unknown guest, what's the name of that? Chateau Malaski. Chateau Malaski. Little teaser if you can uh, if you can guess uh, who that unknown guest is. Uh, Email us at Daegu Dogs as uh, Daegu D O G S at gmail.com if you know who the uh, unknown guest is. Uh, Chateau Malaski. Now, for those of you that don't know uh, Jeff Malaski, uh, he's a, a veteran of, of the league, uh, captain several teams, won a championship, uh, just one team. Apparently, I'm getting news from the producer here. Uh, captain only one team. Uh, what was that? Uh, pitches. Uh, son- where am I? Where are my pitches at? Where are my pitches at? <laughs> one and nine. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're we're over at his place now. Uh, thanks for the hospitality. Uh, but this guy now we talk about the media of the league. Uh, these podcasts. This guy probably started. Uh, Started the, uh, the the media, uh, the whole fucking media in the DSL. I mean, from uh, DSL opening videos and uh, captains making songs, everything. Uh, we're at the house of none other than Jeff Molaski today. Uh, Jeff, uh, say hello to us. What's up, DSL? Yeah. Uh, now, you don't want to be involved today. Is, is that all you get to say? Uh, if you want to throw me in here as I get the drinks more and more, I mean, I'm sure I'll have to off a bit. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, uh, you won a championship with uh, with me, with me, uh, 2015, I think, a Field of Drunks. Best team ever assembled. Oh, man. Jesus, thanks. Uh, and actually, you were a fucking beast on playoff day, and uh, the guys came to me, and uh, they asked me, they asked me, who's who's the who's your MVP, Hebsey, today? And without a without a a second, I said Kyle Lombardi. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I didn't. You would think so. I, I you, said Jeff Molaski. Why would people think that Kyle was the MVP that that day? I you know, truth be told, Kyle was probably the, uh, the true MVP, the team he was the MVP. MVP. He was the league MVP. But not, not that day. Not that day. Uh, Kyle would tell you otherwise. But uh, that day, Molaski was a fucking beast, and the look in his eyes. And at the end of the day, it is, <laughs> it's my decision. It's my decision on who the MVP is, right? The, the captain comes to me, who's your MVP today? Boom. I say Jeff Molaski. Um, but, I mean, I guess that's, that's still not reflected on the uh, degusopball.com website. Is, is that correct? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do know. And yes, I believe there needs to be a correction. Yes, Jeff Pulaski uh, is the playoff MVP in what 2000? Shit, what year is it now? 2015, maybe? 17, I think it was. Well, it was a 10. Year 10, year 10. Year 10. Year 10. I don't get personally touched. correct this. Okay, thank you. Because, uh, uh, yeah, I think that should be corrected. Uh, also, it also should be corrected that uh, none of your videos are on the uh, the DSL, uh, the DegasOffball.com webpage. That's also very true. Um, Really, there is a video up there. What what is that one? <laughs> I I've saw I've seen one video. Uh, it's not mine. 
Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Uh, anyways, uh, hey, Jeff, uh, thanks for having us here today. Uh, um, looking forward to yeah, uh, no a, good, a good session. Uh, now I'll go to my uh, trusty sidekick. Co-host. 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 Uh, I think he wants commissioner uh, title. So I'll go to my boss here. Commissioner of the softball uh, podcast. Uh, Dustin Waters, uh, you're going to bring in our guest here. And uh, what, what you got lined up for us for today? Oh, we have a bunch. We have a bunch of fun lined up for you today. We're going to uh, bring some jokes uh, into the podcast. I wrote a bunch of jokes four years ago. We're going to review some of them. Uh, we're going to go through some of our guests' top moments in the DSL. All in all, we got a great show planned for you. Uh, this guest... Who's, who's the guest already? This guest... Now, for those on you in video, you already know, I guess. Uh, this guest uh, was a member of the original All Balls team, the very first All Balls team. He this was is true. one of the first uh, people on that. Never in All Balls uh, since, but All Balls for life in that regard. Uh, he's a... Uh, He's a Tyler Rouza look-alike, sound-alike. <laughs> also true. <laughs> oh, man, I should have written something uh, really creative about this. Yeah, he's, he's a Daegu dog. He's definitely he's a dog, for it. sure. He is an OG Daegu dog, part of the original team. I'm talking about none other than Gerg Jones. I've always called you Greg. I don't know if you hate that, but Gerg Jones. Jonesy, captain of the Game of Thrones. Gentlemen, pleasure to be here. Gerg Jones, the only people who call me Greg are my dead grandparents, so nobody. Okay. But uh, yeah, coached in DSL for three years for Game of Thrones. I was a all-ball one year, and one of those one of my favorite moments of all time came from that team. And it- I've not been on a podcast since The Pickle with Zach and Sarah. Oh, and oh, I caught shit. a lot of heat last time I was on it because I talked a lot of shit about some of my teammates. And they deserved it. I have a favorite moment. I don't think I've told... I think maybe I have told on the podcast, so I'll stay away from it. But a moment with you on All Balls, that was one of my favorite moments as a new captain. It might be the same the, one. Uh, okay. The yeah. only... Uh, probably the only DSL player that doesn't have a vowel in his name. <laughs> yeah. uh, with with Gerg. Uh, now, is this... Uh, tell us about this, because people are like this fucking Gerg. Now, to me, if you take the E out of... Out of Greg, it sounds more like Greg than the E in does. I mean, first of all, would you rather be Gerg or Greg? G- 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 you know, G R E G G. I mean, you have five letters in your name, and three of them are G's. It's just where, stupid. Where does this come from? Was was your dad high on the way to the registry office? All uh, right, here's the Gerg story. <laughs> I was born in downtown Toronto on a stormy night in 1984. No don't, joke. Don't you mean Trant? There's Tarant. no There's no O's. Toronto. Oh, where is that? Yeah, Toronto. And such a big storm knocked out the power to the entire Richmond Hill General Hospital. So they had to go back up generators, and they had to type birth certificates by name. The way my dad tells the story is that some Indian doctor fucked up spelling the name Gregory and wrote Gurgery. Easy enough fix, you think. So no, just Gregory without the E. G-R-G-O-R-Y. Yeah. You'd think this would be an easy enough fix. Unfortunately, my parents didn't care to fix it. I didn't know this until I was 16 going to get my G1 license in Canada. And 
handed my birth certificate and a couple IDs in and didn't look at them ever my entire life. Who looked at their birth certificate? And the girl starts, the girl says, wait, you spelled your name wrong. Your name's Gregory, not Gregory, and starts laughing at me. And I'm like, my name's not Gregory. And so my license is Gregory. My health card, my birth certificate, all that shit is literally Gregory. But then when I got my passport, they're like, write your name. Well, I'm, I'm Gregory. Fuck yeah. So if Interpol ever tries to find me, I'm like a ghost. Uh, funny story. Really tough to correct. I know myself because I'm I'm Christopher uh, Christopher Allen. Christopher Allen Hebb. And uh, my birth certificate spells Allen with a A-L-L-E-N. But uh, other, other shit's got A-L-L-A-N. And try to fix any of that shit. Uh, no I'll tell you what, me and, me and Gerg, we know what we're talking about here. Uh, <laughs> but, Cheers to that. I just, uh, I, just wondered, I just wondered about this fucking Gerg That's thing. That's the uh, Gerg story. Hey, I get called Justin all the time. So, uh, <laughs> uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the show here, uh, Greg. Sure Gerg, guys. sorry. Gerg, uh, uh, by the way, when did you, you went by Greg or Gregory all your life. When did you say, fuck it, I'm going to Gerg? I was, when I found this out, I was super fucking embarrassed, of course. Like, I didn't want anyone in high school knowing my real <laughs> name was Gregory. So, university, I embraced the Gerg because I, did, I didn't want to be another Greg out there. And all teen movies, Greg's always the gay guy. And, like, nothing wrong with that, but, I'm like, man, it's a, Greg's always the really, like, douchey. You're either the douchey guy or the gay guy. That's it. Fuck, maybe as as a Chris, you know, they're they're a dime, they're a dime a dozen. Chris, uh, I wish my parents fucked up my name. I could be like fucking Cree or something. You could be you Chiss. Know? Yeah, Curse. I could be Chiss or Cree. Just just different yeah. than your everyday Chris, you know what I am. But uh, there we go. You know uh, it's true. You're laughing, but you know it's true. Well, uh, well, Jonesy, uh, tell us. Um, Tell, tell the folks here a little bit how long you've been in the league and uh, what what do you think about uh, this year, your captain. Uh, tell us what's what's going on. All right. So I've been in, in the league now eight years. And oddly enough, I've made the final once. And it was in my very first year. And was it? So, yeah. So I've seen that ever since. Oh, uh, I mean, it. So oh, yeah, yeah. I was on. All right. For people who don't know, Yellow Fever is a notorious softball team. It's the only team in the history of the league to go undefeated. Sorry. Winless. No, no, we'll keep it. We've yeah. covered that. Winless, we'll cover yeah. that. Okay. And halfway through the year, a dude dropped the ball to lose a game, the only game they would have won. So he quit the team out of shame. I think he got, he got kicked out because he was such a scumbag. Yes, and he was a scumbag. So I came in. Please. I do tell. Do no. tell names. No, no, no. Uh, I, I follow him on Facebook, man. He motherfucker is a scumbag. Man. <laughs> scumbag. So anyways, I took over this guy's position. By this point, we were 0-7, and I played the last three games and went 0-3 with them. I don't count that as my first no, season. No and before the game, yeah. before the last three games, Charlie Hurd would be like, all right, everyone grab a beer. We're going to either... Captain Charlie Hurd. Captain Charlie Hurd. We're either going to shotgun or chug this beer, and we're going to lose, but let's have fun, was this coach's story. So, can I say one thing? Go for it. There was a podcast going on at the time. Charlie Hurd said that I was the worst coach. I was like 0 7. I was the worst coach in DSL history. Where my pitch is at. I was 0 7. He said that on my 30th birthday. Boom. That, insult to in, yeah. Next year, he becomes a captain. He, he goes, goes 0 10. 10. I was 1 9. That's a big difference. In your face. 
Mulaski, yeah. I have heard a story about you as a captain from one of my good <laughs> oh, friends, shit. Buckley, John Buckley, oh, who has told me that somewhere three-fourths of the way through the season, your losing season, uh, you came to him and sincerely asked him if he wouldn't mind being injured so that you could pick up somebody off of the <laughs> Yeah, okay, that makes sense, yeah. I mean, I, I so, wouldn't do it, but... No, Buckley will tell that story I'm when he's sure on I the did podcast. It. I'm not, I don't remember that. Uh, it was a whole decade ago, now. that's insane. Uh, but I did uh, kick some people off my team. Yeah, because they missed, they just didn't show, no shows. Two or three weeks. No and, shows, didn't show. So yeah. I said, I went to the, you know, the government of the league, and I said, hey, listen... What's the deal? It was Dillion fucking kicking people off my team. If you miss miss three teams or three games without uh, any excuse, you bounced. Yeah. So two people I bounced. Uh, I went to the went to the pot of people. There were three people: Jason Greener, John Steckel, oh god, and some Kiwi drug addict. They put three people in the in the hat. I picked it out. Guess who I got? Kiwi drug, drug addict. Oh man, he was such a bum. So I went one and nine. So um, sorry, back to your original question. So eight years in the league, five years as a player. The last three years, been a coach of GOT and made the playoffs every year. Um, you made the playoffs every year since I've been a coach. Hasn't every team made the playoffs every year? My since first been a coach? two years, Greg's team did not make it. Dirt Banks and Corey's oh, team did not make it. And then last year. We only had four, so everyone made it. But I was the number two team, so... Uh, back to... Um, before we move on, back to Mulaski's spiel there, though. That's that's tough. That's <laughs> tough, though, as a captain, right? Because uh, oh. you guys have been captain, Mulaski, which yep. I've been. If you got, uh, if you got like, a team that shows up every game, you're you're fucking great. Yep. Right? You want you want your full squad. Uh, even even the players that uh, maybe uh, are a little bit, uh, a couple rungs down on the ability. You want your, your full squad. It's a team, right? You win together, you lose together. But if you got a bunch of people not showing up, it really uh, just, it, your team deflates. From a coach's standpoint, right? that is one of the biggest strategic decisions you have to make on rookie day. Or rookie day, after the rookie game, we draft our team. And you see these stud players in rookie day, and you think, man, they're they're here, they're committed, they're going to play. Worse, you might pass up some players who've been in the league for five or six years. And my first year as a coach, my very first player I chose killed it on rookie day. Simeon, dude, I hope you're listening safe somewhere. No way. He, he no told me three weeks off to go play because he played on Area 14. Okay. That sucks. Lose my first round. Uh, I remember that. Second yeah. round pick, Mark, also military dude. He got divorced mid-season, and his wife was trying to sell his house or something, so he had to go back to the States. Shit, man up, man. So I lost my first two rounders. <laughs> and it's my first year as a coach. There's one game where I is down to like eight people, and this, it, Dustin. Oh, yeah. I, this is that game? Yeah, that game. I know that so game. I got to tell a story. This game, we have eight people. We only have three outfielders. Yeah. I'm in center. Mitch, Muscles, McGee is in left, which is okay, but we have no rovers. And then Tasha is in right field. And Dustin proceeds to hit five balls right to Tasha. No, I did not hit and five. And she drops all of them and he gets five home runs. That's no, the no, five no. home runs. That run is game. not what happens. That's, 
I did hit five home runs in a single game. I don't think that's ever been done in the DSL Because you hit five. <laughs> I did not. I hit three to Tasha in a row, and then you shifted your outfield so far over to cover for her, and then I put one down the, the third baseline. Might be true. Either way. Uh, now, this is like a five-dinger game. This is something to celebrate. You've never heard of But this. Not, not this way. Not this way. Not this way. Uh, like five, five, like, uh, blooper DSL home runs? Come on. No, they were done because of placement. I, I got five home runs because of I was we able had to place three outfielders. And while I love Tasha, no, she uh, is actually, I, her pick, when I picked her, it was her and Aaron Murphy as co-players. One week in, one week out. And that was Tasha's first game. And we had the, yeah. I, I did my little pregame <laughs> speech to pump people up. And then Tasha is like, she jumped in, went crazy. I'm like, all right, let's get this adrenaline go. She's like, yeah, guys, let's go, let's go. Dustin leads off, first of the game. He loops it to her. And she's walking back and just falls and pancakes on the ground. Dust flies up and the ball rolls to forever because no one no one could back her up. So, I mean, for, for Dustin to celebrate this, like, uh, five home run game, mm-hmm. I mean, this could very easily have been a... a Zero hit game for Dustin Waters. You could have had maybe a single or two. Well, on that team, my team, there was Matt Campbell, there was Murray Johnson, there was uh, Groba was on the team, and none of them Bow had five wow. home runs. None of them hit five That's home right. runs. No, because Dodge. they didn't hit the Tasha to be. I hit. I have hit five home runs in one game, and nobody has ever done it, and probably won't ever do it since. Are you kidding me? Ruben Rodriguez is going to get like, <laughs> You have to get up five for five at bats. In Remember, we had five. him on the show. If he, if he's like uh, saying, "Oh, this is my fun league. I just come here and get fucked up." If he comes in and tries like, uh, is that he'd say that. <laughs> is it not bad, Ruben? Is it? That's pretty good, good actually. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so you know, Ruben's on the podcast and he's making bets with Kyle, and he's here like, you know, DSL is my fun league, right? You know, like I just come here, I just get fucked up. If I come in, I don't, I don't get fucked up. I'll, I'll get this home run record easy. Waters had one or one or two good hits, I'll I'll that, but the rest of it was we had three outfielders, and by the third inning, we were all the so guy. My whole team had the same three outfielders opposing them, and Ruben has never hit five home runs in a game. Nobody's done it. End of discussion. It's because Ruben has been awesome. on such shit teams. He bets three times a game. If Ruben hit that. Hey, hey, bend over back, backwards trying to take this away from me. I had five home runs in one game. People could have done it in that game with that opportunity. Anybody could have done it in any Shady. other game. Shady. Never Shady. happened. Yeah. Hey, you can keep it. You can keep it. Yeah, it's no, one, over here. no one's buying it. No I'll one's buying it. your I'll shit take here. It. All right. Well, let's take a break because I do want to ask nope. you. I, I, got a, I got something to take us out with. Okay. Um, we mentioned Greg DeVillers a little bit ago. Uh, he was he popped over to the house there uh, yesterday. And we we're talking, and he's he's talking, uh, you know, about softball. Show me his dirt bags later. I was like, maybe you might be a dirt bag. I'm like, uh, I'm like, all right, man. I said, and I'm then also you could be on his team. <laughs> oh, good, one. good one. That's better than some of the jokes we're gonna go into later. It's true. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so Deviller says, "Yeah, I'd like to uh, maybe maybe I get uh, Hebsey uh, as a dirt bag this year." I said, "Man, I'd, I'll play for anyone that drafts me, you know." And I said, uh, "What's what, what's Hebsey these days? Uh, a third round pick?" He's there. Well, I'd hope to get in fourth. I'm like, "Well, shit, say goodbye to a championship, motherfucker." Chris Heb, don't wait till the fourth round. Uh, 
But I, I don't know. I don't know. Where, where do does Chris Hebb go? Uh, where would you put him? I put, I put you late third, early fourth. I mean, if you're talking third round, six teams, that's top 18 pick. I don't see it. Shit, really? Yeah, I think six Greg's teams. right. 19 to 24 sounds perfect. Yeah. I mean, with six teams, though, that's your saving grace. But I'd say, yeah. I'll tell you what. If I fucking drop to four, I'm going to be a fucking steal this year. I'm going to be a fucking steal, motherfucker. Lefty bat. With power, great outfielder. Yeah, it's the fourth rounder. If you, man, man, the things I don't want to take you this year because I think it'll be better for the podcast if we're not on the same team. Yeah, I don't want to play with you again, really. If you're there so. on the fourth, I'll take you. I got a star team. next year, Nate. I got a little star next year, Nate. Don't you worry. So I got you. Fourth round. I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, fucking Chris Hebb, don't wait for fourth round. So this is great. You're talking about draft strategies. I want to dig into that a little bit more with you in a minute. Um, let's take a break and we'll come back. We'll talk to Jonesy about Josh Jackson. All right, love, break time. Break I time. love my dog. Yes, I love, I love my dog. And I love, I love my dog. All right, bark, bark, bark. We're back. We're back. For woof, woof. Where my dog's at? <laughs> you know, we're gonna. We should get that song and make it one of our transitions. All right, Jonesy. I wanted to ask you some questions. Like, I want to talk about um, draft strategy, but as a way of um, getting into it, easing into draft strategy, I wanted to ask you uh, kind of a larger question about captaining strategy in general. Now, I'm going to give you two concepts that are that I don't want you to try to integrate them. I want them to be completely separate, mutually exclusive concepts in your mind, and you have to choose hard to which, which you prefer over the other. Okay, fire hard, away. Hard to do if you say them at the same time. One is having fun. Yep. And the other is winning. And I don't want this bullshit about winning is fun. I get what you're fun. saying. Winning is fun, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, as a captain, what do you want from your team? Winning or Fun times. Go. 100% to me is winning. Without saying winning is fun, it's winning. Winning means that your your team is performing well. Players are doing well. And that also means that even as a coach, I could be the worst fucking coach in the world. Something worked. Either I put people in the right position to succeed or that maybe I actually made a good decision and decided to play this guy here, hit this guy in this batting order. And... Fun is, yeah, fun's good, but I don't want to lose every game is this a, and just have fun. Is this a long explanation of saying how winning is fun? Yes. And I'm, I'm cheating your question. Can't, you, no, can't, no, no, no. you can't get I mean, away with no, no, it. No, no. But more importantly, it means, yeah, it's so self-validating, though, when you win a game because you put people in certain positions and they perform for you. For oh. example, this year, like I moved uh, Tim, Tim Warner, way up in my batting lineup, and he fucking killed it. Absolutely killed it. And did he have a smile on his face every time he was rocking doubles and triples in the playoffs? Fuck yeah. Is he having fun? Hell yeah. So I get I get your point. You can't I mess him. I have oh, seen man. teams in the DSL that won. I've seen teams that won the championship and people dropped out of the league because they hated it because it sucked. And I've also seen teams win very, very few games and people shed tears because it's over yep. because they had so much fun. I think like... 
there obviously some teams have that toxicity that exists, mm-hmm. and I never want that on my team. Even if we're losing or winning, I even for winning, I wouldn't want any negative energy. So the thing though, when you win, it just means everything's going right, and I never want my team to be the team that wins, but we're unhappy. This is not worth. It. This is gonna get picked up by the mic. You gotta you gotta resist the temptation to knock on wood with you with me. <laughs> But I mean, these these sounds are okay, you know. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll, we'll and for those on camera, they'll even appreciate them. Without the audio, without the video, you can't appreciate as much. Yeah, they'll right? appreciate this. Okay, yeah, so um, fine. So this is a way of segueing into. I disagree with you 100. percent I would way way much rather have fun. I I push. Uh, anyway, so this segues into the draft strategy. There are some players in the league, and I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to be specific like by naming them and sure. we know who they are you and i especially as captains yep you may or may you actually you know you're what? so full of shit you doesn't because you fucking, <laughs> like i can't believe that this guy is saying this because now he does draft like fun teams and sometimes his draft strategy fucking went to fun but at the end of the day he wants to fucking win a championship more than any motherfucker out there uh but He's, he's far apart. So are you... The best teams are the ones that do both. Like, your team had both. And that's why I agree with you. Like, your team... Yeah, but let's get... Your team... If you told me that <laughs> your team is the best team ever, I would have a hard time disagreeing with that. Um, but there are some very, very good players that are team poison. I don't know. How difficult to deal with. I, I feel like you're talking around Groba. Who I specifically drafted this year, knowing that a like he's a bud. Two, do I have to do like you know extra? Hey, Groba, stop yelling at the ref. Sure, he was excellent this year. He uh, he was uh, in the MVP nomination. Like I nominated him for MVP. I'm not talking about Groba. I also drafted Groba a couple years ago. He was fine for me. Blah 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 blah. It's how you handle the guy, whatever. But there are guys. I don't want to say the names because this is going to be aired. Um... Who are you thinking about? Now I'm a little intrigued. Okay, hold on. Oh, hold on. Are you, you going to play wanna... Hangman on a podcast? Oh, what is that? Uh... <laughs> I'll start. I'll start. Oh, today. yeah, I got you. Okay, okay, that's fine. Sure, sure, sure. Some um, people are more than others. I was thinking, yeah. They can't see it. No, I can't see it. Um, yeah. Here's another one from yeah. me. Okay. So those players will drop below their talent level in the draft. Of course. Because people don't want them on their team. You just don't want that headache, yes. There's corral. another one that's a part of a story that you may tell later today. Possibly, yes. Okay. So, yeah. These guys that you're talking about, like, I don't have a friendship relationship with. Mm-hmm. If it's a player who I know and I talk to, I have no problem taking a player like that on my team and making them work. Like It's still not really my question because my question is just winning versus having fun. It just shouldn't matter if you know winning. these people or not. Like, you're, you're attesting to, like, the fun aspect being important. These guys will get you more wins Maybe not will that, they? Guy, but that guy. Will they, though? So here's will the thing. If though? I don't know them, mm-hmm. I, I, like, I have to go back personal to Groba. Personally. I have to go back to Groba. I have a personal friendship with Groba. Right. And while a lot of... He falls so far in every draft than he should because of his attitude and personality or whatever. And I'm cool getting that steal because I know that we're good friends and he'll play and he'll listen to me and I'll listen to him. Whereas these things that you're writing down that people can't see... I don't have that relationship, so I don't think the fun will be there. But that's my win. point. You're 
picking Grover because your relationship to him will be easy. Not manage is the wrong word, but mm. like it'll be a smoother season. 100%. But these guys, this guy especially, will get you wins, him being on your team versus not on your So here's the thing. Will they get me wins if they don't listen to me? Will they get you enough wins, though? And will they get you right. wins if they don't listen to you? You don't listen to them back. Like, I don't know if I have right. the same level of respect to those guys. I don't want to do it uh, like Grover. I know for a fact that, yes, this person will. I've been there. Yeah. I don't know about this person. I don't think so at all. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a big part. If they don't listen to you... This is going to be so annoying for people to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> we got to hold up pieces of paper. Yeah, no, like... Watch uh, the video. Watch the video. That's on you. Watch the vid. But here it is, though. Uh, as as a captain, you need to find that balance, and you want the, you want the best players, but also you want the best team dynamic and that that will uh, work itself out the drugs. and uh, for me for me as, a, as a, a rookie captain I went into the draft pretty much blind I didn't I didn't know exactly how to work sure. uh, but I mean it's fucking this draft so it wasn't that much out of the loop but I went in there and uh, I didn't know um, I didn't know the, the rookies I I'm not even sure if I, I watched the rookie game there. Uh, but what I did was I, I relied on um, solid assets that I knew what I was getting. I you got, had Malaski, Queasley. I got Cat. No, nope. was it Queasley or Sunny Yes. No, I played for oh, Gaz. Him. Gaz was third base. That's Gazzy right. Gaz was my third base. Uh, and I got a I got a bunch of guys that I knew that I knew were fucking yeah. DSLs. They show up. Heather Langford. Heather Langford is like always yeah. in the female MVP right. discussion. Yeah, we talk about your stupid team more than we talk about. All right, got it. Right. Yeah. Do we, but but anyways, anyways, do we? But I'm telling you, we're going into strategy, right? But what I did is I I took a bunch of known players to me, mm-hmm. and I knew the the vibe would be good, and uh, it fucking obviously was. And uh, yeah. but I mean, we talk about fucking all balls way more than field drunks. Why the fuck are we talking about this loser fucking team all balls? I've had like eight six. How many chips and all balls? One. Oh, fucking. Sh- I've had eight teams. I had t- I don't they talk don't, about all they eight don't teams. Fucking as much make as the playoffs. One they don't even. They don't even make the fucking playoffs. How many chips? I've always, I made the playoffs every single year. I've never not made the playoffs. That, oh, that yeah, is rather impressive for eight years. I give them that. Yeah, I but I mean, there's like there's been a few years where every team makes the playoffs. So was he like? Four out of eight years in but the like, playoffs? But, like, Greg hasn't made the playoffs his last two years, maybe? Corey Baker, I don't no, know. Oh, fuck the Villers. I'm done with him. Fuck the I don't know if Baker's fourth ever made of, the playoffs. I tell you, Captains, if you fucking wait till the fourth round, first hit, but, I mean, it'd be, yeah, be hell of a steal. But. <laughs> were we talking about, was it recording when we talked about that? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Good. Over, under right now. Chris Hebbs, over, under, pick 20.5. That's fourth round, second pick. Dustin Waters, right now. Manwan. I bet he'll um, go before that. I think he'll go in the third round. We'll shake on that. You think he'll go Yeah, that's be loud enough. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Nice, laughs> so. You see right there, folks. Yep. Ten really? bucks. Wow, God. See, Hebsey. Have you I looked at the rookie really signups? Good, have you looked at the rookie signups? Dude, uh, says, I played college baseball. Uh, Dude, I played, like. Somebody said they put, were like. I was drafted. Drafted by the Dodgers. Atlanta Braves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta Braves. Dude, yeah, I'm just saying, there's some ballers coming out. I know. I think you take that. I heard. I heard it was good. Uh, some ballers. I don't know. No. You you don't know until that's you see them. That's the biggest. There have been people who have written stuff like that. Oh, before. I know. I played in college. Hey, man. I and then there's in college, but on the basketball court outside of college. 
There's also uh, there's That's also a guy show. like uh, Troy, right? The Jesus Hair Troy. Yes. Fucking that that was yeah. very modest. NCAA Pacific League Player of the Week. Yeah. Yeah, very you know, modest like uh, sign up. Yeah. Didn't really say it, and was he so hungover on rookie day that I thought this guy can't do shit, and then throws. So what round did he go in? He was the fourth. Oh, okay. I think no, uh, Maddie took him on the sixth. No, no. Is it, is it the year Maddie won? Maddie won it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, oh, fucking oddly enough, way. though, Maddie didn't even come to the rookie game because Maddie wasn't supposed to be a coach. That's right. Darren Smith is going to so be a coach. So then Maddie had no idea about rookies. Maddie I gave Maddie stuff, all Maddie my was details. His sausage. I had a couple notes on my rookie notes next to Jory. I wrote, "Draft this guy no matter what," and I gave that to Maddie. And third round, Maddie goes, "I'll take this Jory guy." And I'm like, well, that's a fucking massive mistake, Gerbs. I'm trying to help out your bud. And with Troy, I wrote, like, hitting 10 of 10. And then batting, I wrote, like, 8 of 10. I'm like, or sorry, switch that. Uh, infield. And, like, he's throwing, like, he was throwing bombs. So, you know, way over the fence. I'm like, Jory or Troy? Ah, uh, Troy. Yeah. Talking about Troy. He just couldn't play. Jory was picked before Troy. Jory, and Troy was, so, uh, Campbell had the very last pick in the draft, so he had the swing. He went. Let me say, I bet he went, uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Seth and Jory. Three-four swing, right? Yes, he went Seth, Jory, and then yep. good quality. all the way back to one, all the way back out before we get to Troy. Yes, because Nuts. Troy had a terrible rookie game, and Troy just said, dude, I was just so hungover, I couldn't see. Okay, well, we've been having a really serious conversation here, and, and you know I love you, and I think we can have these serious conversations because we do love each other. I give you shit about you bringing up your team all the time. Cause, uh, where where are my dogs at? Where are my dogs at? Where are my dogs at? Were you a dog there, Molesky? Was that? Were you ever a Daegu dog? Mm. Yeah, one year. The first year or something yeah. like that? Hell one yeah. Year, Hell one yeah. Year, one year. I got a shirt in my I could have worn my shirt today. Yeah, I, I, shirt. Room. I didn't even think of that. I know. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't do that. But, um... <laughs> one, wait. One really interesting thing about draft strategy I want to talk about is that if you are a shortstop, be a coach because Jason Greener and Matty Campbell have such a massive advantage because they don't have to worry about shortstop. Whereas Dustin and Greg can play shortstop and have the worst shortstops in the league. Fine. But me and Kyle need to draft a shortstop in the first or second round. End of story. Oh boy. Like Kyle will have, Kyle will have words for this because Kyle, Kyle fancies himself as a shortstop. Do you remember Kyle and Hannah Manna? When he threw 14 balls out of Darius Stadium? Yeah. It was, uh, you know what, hate hate to, like, fucking just go back to, like, fucking uh, feel the drunks here, but who, <laughs> who was who was the shortstop for, for my team? Probably maybe? Jason Greeno or someone good like that. No, it was No, Gas was third base. Was it no, Kyle? No, was it Kyle? No. I went, I went some, outside the No, because I was the first baseman, man. I got more balls... Who was it? Who was it? Come on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Was it Kyle? He's not, he's not no. Was it Kyle? Kyle, was it Kyle, uh, no. Kyle took a few Shit, games I'm, there, but he had a... Kyle's got a... Kyle's got an outfielder's arm. Yeah, So yeah, he, can, totally. he can rip it. From Kyle's the, the best outfielder in the league. Right? He can he can rip it from the fence to the... Uh, I go Ruben. I take Kyle over Ruben on defense right Okay, now. we got to get this conversation on the track. Who was your shortstop? Yeah, I got it. Fuck, who was Chris it? Palmer. That's right. Yes, Chris yes. Palmer. I don't even remember who that is. Cleaned yes, it up. Yes. He cleaned. He played a tidy shortstop. Wait, right? Jason yes. Palmer's little brother? Chris Palmer. Yes, yes. No, no, no relation, I guess. Uh, 
Well, uh, well, Gogs, after that, uh, big shout out to Chris Palmer. Hope you're doing well there back oh in uh, PEI. We'll what does this have soon. to do with the conversation? Will you? All right. All right well, He's obviously listening. Get us back on track here, buddy. What, what, what do you mean, what's it doing with the conversation? We're talking about my shortstop. So, <laughs> Why are you bringing up your shortstop one year from like <laughs> four or five years ago? He's talking about that. And, and I'm the first baseman, and I don't even remember who the fuck it was. Because people are worried about his shortstop, and everyone that year was saying, oh, Hips, you get no shortstop. Oh, you get no shortstop. Fucking true. found shortstop outside the box. I'm not convinced this is a reason to bring it up. Outside no, the box. True. No, it was. Fuck totally. you. You're too fucking Here cranky we go. today. You're I am cranky. I'm cranky. Of, uh, all right. All right. All right. Whatever. Okay. So good discussion. Everybody's having a good time. We're going to come back. We're going to tell some jokes. We're going to save this whole thing. We'll see you in a second. Bark, bark. Church dogs. Dogs podcast. We're going to change it up a bit here. What we're going with is because this is such a league of fun, jokes, and bants, we're going to tell some DSL jokes. We're going to name some players you've probably heard of before. And you know what? Maybe a couple DSL legends. I'm going to kick it off to the commish. D. Twat Waters. All right. Uh, First joke. Here we go. The DSL, it's a great place for alcoholics to meet and express the sensation of not drinking alone. I hate that take. Let me do it again. The DSL is a great place for alcoholics to meet and experience the sensation of not drinking alone. It's the opposite of AA. It's alcoholics conspicuous. Oh, that's good. That's All right, here we go. We're going to get a drum roll in here. I'll start us off here. For <laughs> there are young players and old players alike. Take Darren Smith, for example. He's so old that if he were a horse, he'd be the glue holding the DSL together. That's pretty good. Not, not bad, not bad. Not bad, not bad. All right, Hepsy, take us away. What do you got? Oh, uh, I got one uh, good old shout-out to, to Bill. Uh, you know, Bill Bill likes to spend his vacations uh, south of the Asian. Even though this is all speculation, but we make some jokes about it. Uh, speaking of Bill, you know Bill loves Southeast Asia. Every time he lands in Thailand, all I can say is, boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. stars there, Hepsi. Now, 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 I shouldn't make fun of Bill. He's a sensitive man. I've learned never to make fun of his girlfriends or their penises. Oh. I didn't write this shit. Blame Sarah Poe. She wrote all of these. <laughs> we don't know who wrote these. Who's Dusty, take us away. All right. Well, hey, Greg DeVillers is back as captain this year, and the league really looks for usefulness when it comes to making somebody captain. Obviously, Greg was brought in so that we could project videos on his forehead when there's no screen around. Um, big man. forehead, big forehead, Greg. Big He's forehead, Greg. He's that kind of rhymes a bit. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Capitans, 
Another captain returning is Mr. Matthew Campbell. Campbell? Campbell? I'm not really sure how to pronounce his name. I've heard it both ways. Campbell or Campbullshit. No. <laughs> Good sandwiches. I always not putting bullshit in those sandwiches. Uh, am I up? You're up, Hepsi. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this order should be... You guys should be on this by now. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I don't remember. Hey, Malaski, feel here. free to laugh at the funny ones. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I feel... I feel sorry for whatever captain for having drafted Groba on their team. If Groba were any more high men, maintenance, he'd be a saltwater fish tank. <laughs> if you didn't say maintenance, that would have been such a good joke. Maintenance. Maintenance. If you were, that's pretty good. I'm still okay a with it. saltwater fish tank. Water, take it away. Very high maintenance. All right, Rob McClure, this is topical for five years ago. Rob McClure hopes that Jared Balke, who's leaving the country here, can cure the team's woes. Too bad the only thing Balke has cured lately was a lot of ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm all right with that. I'm okay with that. I'm expecting an STD or something like that. That's funny, though. That's good, huh? It's not, yeah. It's, it's not cured ham lately. They're funny if, if you haven't heard them earlier. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. Catch you off guard. But, you know, you're talking about old players. I'm going to go with Corey Baker. Corey Baker, he did all right last year. And I asked him who his influences were. His answer? Chef Boyardee. Oh, Corey. Oh, Corey. He knows I love him. I'll tell you what. Uh, fucking Chef Boyardee. Uh, like ravioli in a tin? If you're going to eat pass in a tin... Shit's not bad. Like Walking Dead style? <laughs> That's what I'd be hoarding that stuff. Yeah. I grew up in that shit. Shit, boy, already. Fucking uh, All right, kick it, kick it, Hepsi. You're Well, you know, shit, boy, already reminds me uh, this next one here. And I asked, I asked Colin DeVore what his inspiration was for uh, playing in DSL. He told me he was playing so that he could meet girls, but, you know, the look in his eyes uh, told me he actually meant. Lonely businessman. <laughs> I'm not going to ask. Kyle, want to meet some lonely businessmen there? Uh, maybe. Right. Maybe. Finding the right glove can be tough in Korea. You know, you've experienced this, Jonesy. You have a glove. You yep. got a glove there, Hebsy? Yep. Um, I've heard of people looking into sheepskin gloves, which they claim to be really expensive. <laughs> You know, Lee Gaskell, though, he rebuted that claim, however, he said that in New Zealand, a single sheep can cost you over $50 an hour. I'm laughing as soon as you said sheepskin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew the sheepskin would be money. All right. Uh, I'm going to call out it one, of my, one of my good friends from the league. Jory. Jory looks like an elf, doesn't he? I mean, if teaching English abroad wasn't a job... He'd probably be cookie making cookies in a tree somewhere. <laughs> oh, damn it, Greg! That's on me. Maybe he's maybe he's a chef already, like making raviolis. Yep, the uh, ravioli elf maker. <laughs> elf ravioli maker. All right, what do you got, Hebsy? He doesn't um, know though. Well, I notice. Uh, well, I'm going to throw this one back at you since you're throwing jewelry under. I'm, I'm going to go uh, back to you. Uh, I notice that Jonesy is a leadoff hitter for for the GOT. Um, yeah, that's real good for uh, for the team. Hey guys, 
I know we have some fine wine in our line, but first, you got to drink out of the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> don't make any sense, is it? It makes sense. No, it, it makes sense. That could have come off much better. That could have come off much better. Well, you should get in here and read something. I'm fucking drunk. I'm not doing that. I'm I'm loaded. (laughs) Uh, Me? Yeah. What am I on? 43? Whatever number you want, dude. (laughs) Hey, 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 Jonesy. Hey, I ran into John Buckley. Why are you out? That's good. That's funny already. Already. End of story. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta sell these jokes, you guys. I ran into John Buckley in the dugout, right? I don't know what happened to him, but it looks like the DSL suspended his hairline for six months. Oh, yikes! Low blow. Hitting on the ball joke. I like it. I'm gonna hit on uh, my fellow Greg Greg Devillers. Greg Devillers is back, being a new captain this year, and. You know, the league really looks for usefulness when it comes to making somebody a captain. Obviously, Greg was brought in so that we could protect videos on his forehead. <laughs> I'm reading the wrong one! <laughs> you read oh, oh, no, no. we gotta get snobby. No, no, we don't. No. That's fine, that's fine. Retake. Retake. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. Retake the whole Here's thing. Here's what I actually meant to say. The next one. Well. Do I have that one in there twice? Is that the big arrow going around? Yeah, it's the arrow. Uh, All right. Uh, well. Well, you already used that, too, so you yep. can use that. Well, we you also have a returning captain. Back from Captain Hiatus this year. Mr. Greg DeVillers. I can already see the headlines in his hometown newspaper at the end of the season. <laughs> the, new, the headlines in his newspaper? What is it saying? What is it saying? Local loser <laughs> blows his brains out after being humiliated. Oh, no. Oh boy! I got through that perfect. Oh, man. Is that oh my god! That is... Oh man! Well, I mean, <laughs> all right, shots, shots for everybody. Shots. I mean, since since you, uh, yeah, let's have a shot for that. We're right on the podcast. I'm so sorry. It's way better if you watch the video. But you sent oh, since fuck. you uh, since you brought up Greg Devillers, since you brought up Greg uh, Devillers, actually, it's it's Greg Devillay. Because he's he's uh, oh, French, right? <laughs> French heritage. He is. Uh, you know, Greg DeVillers is from Quebec. He's French and Canadian. That means he's obnoxious and dull. Uh, you can tell he's French. Uh, he's got that expression, that superior look, and I can smell his B.O. from here. Uh, wait. Wait. Is he a separatist? I just hope he doesn't separate from hygiene. (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote this shit? I couldn't even say it. Who wrote this shit? Get us back on track. (laughs) All right. You know, you know, a lot of people have been joking these days. Paul Whitaker is no exception. Paul Whitaker is. uh, He's even told me that that he's happy to be off of all balls this year. Can you imagine saying such a thing? I was like, yeah, me too. It's like a turd has left my colon and it's finally in the toilet. Uh, yeah, Paul Whitaker. It's like, that's All right, we're going poop that's jokes. The one, that's the poop one jokes. turd. All right, I got a poopy joke. We have to schedule the season so that it ends before summer vacation starts and everybody leaves the country. COVID-related, whatever. You know, Chris Hebbs went on vacation last winter and shat his pants while shopping in the Bangkok airport. Needless to say... 
The shopping there was not duty free. Nice. Yeah, well, the good thing, you know, like uh, duty. Free. Good thing in Thailand is like just massage problems everywhere. You just going anywhere and get a shower and get a massage afterwards. Oh, and they have butt spray too. Duty free. Yeah, duty free. Okay, uh, boys. Yep, let's keep it going. Duty free. Where where are we at? Back to you might be on eighty three or so. Back to me. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, for those of you who don't know uh, Johnny Steckel, uh, league league veteran, but. Uh, you know, Johnny Stackle, very successful man, uh, beautiful house, uh, beautiful car, uh, bought the beautiful car for his beautiful wife, mm-hmm. um, and yet he's chosen to keep that face. <laughs> Jeez. Why did you got an ugly joke? Yeah, that was a good, that was a good delivery. Though. Well, hey, Johnny Stackle, uh, I'll tell you, this is fucking also a beast, right? He's a beast. Also a beast. Johnny Stackle, I did not write this shit. Sarah Poe? Uh, doesn't matter. Don't, don't hurt him. It doesn't matter who wrote Sarah this. Sarah Poe sent all of these to us. All right. Well, hey, speaking of Chris Hebs there and uh, Jeff Mulaski, hey, remember that real DSL show? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Kind of. Probably, you probably don't, the audience. We <laughs> do. And, you know, <laughs> you know, that show lasted just about as long as it takes for Adam Fox to strike out when he's being pitched to by his own team. Oh! Back in the day, like Lowell struck out like, five times in one game, I believe, right? I think it was four times. Four, five. Even four. Yeah, four, four. The I worst part about that was he was the leadoff hitter. Like, yeah. Brendan Brown said, you know what? I don't want Lowell's my leadoff hitter. And then, like, he was swinging and missing by, like, Mike Morgan. For people who can't see on video, like, or podcasting by a foot. Lowell Sanborn is, is a solid hitter, right? Yes. And That's what's that weird. Day, day, totally, totally. That day, he struck out four times in a day. Now, you guys are saying five. He, it was, no, it, was, was, it, was, it, was, it was ah four times whatever whatever whatever. Uh, you know the worst one was Mike Moore. He was Brandon Brown's first round pick. Yeah, and struck out three or four times in a game. Shit. That is that is heartbreaking. The worst wow. thing about when Lowell struck out so much that that day is that Lowell is the king of chirping, and he introduced me to things such as Ken Whiffy Jr. or. Uh, Cal Whiffkin Jr. So when he was striking out, I was like, Cal Whiffkin Jr. And I was, and by the second time, I was like, oh, okay, this is still funny. And by the third time, I'm like, oh man, he just can't play it. I felt I actually felt bad that I said nothing. And no one said anything because he just felt bad. That was me. the worst day I've ever seen him play. Yes. Uh, but it Sad. is it is a DSL moment in history. <laughs> Cow with King Junior. Uh, we got to make that one. That's a good one. All right, Waters, what do you got? My first at bat ever, I struck out. Did you really? Swinging, yeah. Oh, that hurts. And I was number zero that year. <laughs> and uh, DJX said to me, I, I finally got a hit on my second I on my second at bat. And he goes like, good to see your batting average isn't on the back of your shirt. Fucking <laughs> D-Jax. I love that, dude. I got heckled my very first game. You should. Nine, what am I on? 51? Sure. Alright, I'm not sure about this one. I'll, I'll start with that. I want to apologize preemptively to this. To uh, You know Danny? Yeah, I've heard of her. What's her last? Danny Wright? You know, DW. Same as me. Best yeah. of honors. You know, she has that accent, right? It's kind of sexy. You know, I'm from Hawaii, right? Yeah, kind of, kind of. 
And I like that sort of, I like that kind of accent, you know? Like, it reminds me of, you know, Don Ho. It reminds me of Don Ho's daughter, Skanky Ho. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. I don't know who Don Ho is, but whatever. Yeah, I'm no. sure it's funny he's, to people who know. Who's he's, Don famous, he's famous in Hawaii. He's not famous outside of There's Hawaii. There's like seven people. Yeah, Hawaii. I mean, sure, he's famous in Hawaii. He's you either know, a... Stompin' Tom Connor? Is he famous Stompin' Tom? Stompin' Tom Connor. Do you know something? You're famous in Canada? Of course, of course, yeah. Yeah. I'm outnumbered by Canadians in this room. You are. How's it feel to be the only American in the room? I'm surprised he knew Stompin' Tom Connor. I, I've been the only American in the Good room. old hockey game, right? Of course Jonesy knows that yeah. one. Yeah. Good old Shit. With Koreans. Alright, taking over. Go for it. Um, <laughs> this joke was initially three lines long. I cut it down to one line. Zach Thomas, on the other hand, doesn't like dogs because he's so ugly. But, you know, I think Zach in the right line is pretty fucking striking. Oh, I agree. It's just... Uh, Beard. Uh, it's actually a beard joke, but it's ugly, and then you talk about his beard, and no. This uh, is way better. Anyways, we didn't write this. It's all, it's all his wife, Sarah, right? Yep, exactly. Uh, well, uh, I'll tell you, speaking of uh, a podcast, uh, Chris Queasley. Remember uh, Chris Queasley and uh, uh, Cord Baker? They used to do the podcast, right? So Chris Queasley is, uh, is well known for doing many impressions. Yeah, right. The right? Tiny is, I mean, he did all kinds of impressions, but uh, none none were better than his Michael Jackson beating off to Home Alone. Did <laughs> 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 you do an impression oh, of Michael Jackson? You switched it up just enough, man. That was so good. <laughs> You caught me off guard with that. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's not how I wrote it. Oh, uh, God. Is it mine now? Some of these jokes are yeah, okay. You're, you're not Hold on. Do you mind if I Do you mind if I add the punchline to this one? You, Go for it. Okay. I'm going to add the punchline to the last one. Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas, on the other hand, you know, he doesn't like dogs because he's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are constantly sniffing his face. <laughs> Keep going. That's, no, that's it. That's all that's I wanted. Funny. I don't like. I don't it's like. The ass. The ass. cuts. The ass. Cuts face my joke, joke in half. And the ass. Uh, the ass fine. face joke. Continue though. You still have one more. All right. I got. I got a couple more coming up. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, man, Kyle Devore. He's been talked about too much on this podcast. If you ask me. Who? Kyle Devore. Everybody brings you know their own persona to the team. Kyle's no different, except for he's the first person to bring hepatitis C. <laughs> yikes, yikes, Oh, boy. The old hep. Whoa. The hep spesh. Kyle. How do you catch that? He was, he was over at my house a couple weeks ago. How do you, how do you catch that? I got a couple of theories. Shit. Was he around your dogs? Sniffing their ass. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to give a, face a shout out to my first rounder last year, Jason Greeno, and the coach who just won the fucking championship. Mm-hmm. You know, Jason Greeno, he's a very pretty boy. Seriously. He makes Korean boy band singers look straight. He looks like the concierge at a Turkish bathhouse. I've been to a lot of Turkish bathhouse, man. I don't know. But if you saw Greeno with a little fucking cap, would you be surprised? They all look like Greener. You'd be like, yeah. 
Um, our boy, uh, our boy Darren Smith, going back to Canada soon, right? I heard that. Yeah, hits, yeah. hits the hell out of a ball, right? Mm. Uh, well, for uh, you know, for one of the hardest hitting players in the ESL, uh, but judging by his smell, not one of the hardest showering. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, a deep cut. Sorry, Darren, I didn't write that. <laughs> Sarah Poe. You know, Nashy, Eric Nash, he got uh, dinged by Murray Johnson's uh, quick ball there, running from first thing. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Uh, to remind you what happened there. Took a hot shot. You know, he went to the doctor. The doctor said he needs surgery. And Nash goes, Nash asked for a second opinion, right? And the doctor said, all right, well, you're ugly, too. <laughs> <laughs> Nice delivery waters. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, like you yeah, figured it out after 10, like, after yeah, ten true, fucking true. rounds. It's almost like I fucking out. wrote these when things. Now that we're done. Nope. Nope. Oh, I got one more for uh, another GOT member last year, Denzel, which I was really proud of him because he was... Don't you mean Denzel? Denzel. 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 And what's his last name? Weshemashemak. Pretty sure that was close. Dinzelingerbik. Yes. Dinzelingerbik. Uh, I was proud of him. He, you know, he was drinking a lot less last year, which is great for GOT because in past years, he's really been the Achilles cankle of players <laughs> people's teams. You fucked that up. So I did. Bad. Oh, man. So good, though. How do you say cankle now? His, no, the joke is his drinking has been his Achilles cankle. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, Ryan Mondor, he's coming back. Did you know that? He's coming back to the... He signed up. He really... This is not a joke. Okay. Actually, true story. True story, bro. Okay, okay. Um, We're great to have him and his dog, Lucy, right? They seem to enjoy uh, spending time with people at the DSL. But then again, Lucy eats her own poop. (laughs) She does. I think we're done there. I only told you 12 jokes. Come on, now, uh, now... That last joke aside, is, is Mondor really signed back up again? Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Well, maybe we get Malaski signed up yeah. back again. Yeah. Come on hey, now. You, you gotta go talk all right. Well, that was great. You know, I like telling jokes, and uh, you, we all got to work on our uh, deliveries, but um, <laughs> it was a good time. I hope uh, people got a laugh out of that. We're going to take a little bit of a break right now. We'll come back. With you, Greg Jones, telling us your top five moments in DSL history. Greg Jones. I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. Every dog had his day, man. Every dog. Welcome to DSL Moment in History. Uh, today we're going to change it up a little bit. We have a live guest that's uh, going to tell us about his moments in uh, DSL history. Jonesy... Uh, Take it away. We'll uh, we'll talk about it as as you go. But uh, you've got a top five prepared for us today. Is that right? I do indeed. But before I start, I need one of you guys to give me a very intense number five. Okay. Well, I'll give that. Uh, coming up in uh, Greg Jones' uh, top five DSL moments in history. Number five. First one's an easy one. It's my first year in the DSL and only... The only fucking time I made the finals. Now, when I was drafted, I played my first half year on Yellow Fever, which doesn't count. And then I was drafted to the Scorgas and of course Atar. And him and I went back and forth all year for batting average titles. We made the finals. Five innings in, we're winning 3-1. 
And then fucking Nudio, I think, hit a Grand Slam or something, and they beat us 5-3. And... Nudio. Nudio. Is that the, is that the Nudio moment? It is the Nudio moment. Oh, okay. Nudio. As he drives his face in the ground. Nudio. Oh. I thought you were doing Rufio. But yeah. Nudio. Okay. So my first year, I got Nudio'd, and I thought, like, well, it's my first year in the league. Like, it's fine. I'll play another eight years and probably win or make it to the finals multiple times. Nope. Yeah, so Nudio robbed you of a hit? Is that what happened? No, Nudio won the whole fucking thing for them. That was was that Bill's he, Bill Algio's team? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember that day. Team. Yeah, that was Oh yeah. Nudio was a beast on that championship day. He he, he was robbing hits. Really and did he get he must have got um playoff MVP. MVP that he day. Did. I think Speaking it was a of that, three run dinger. Speaking of that, I believe I was playoff MVP, unbeknown to the whole world of. Surely, surely you can find that. Surely you must be corrected. Surely you can find that on softball.com. Hepsi, I need an enthusiastic number four. All right, hold on, wait, wait, wait. That was, I remember that, Bill. That was the year before I joined the league. I joined the league the next year for the first time. Wow. Okay. And remember, they did all the like the, the DSL intro um, thing. It was probably you, Malaski. Yeah, yeah. And they did the, the music videos, like the, the song parodies. And oh yeah, yeah. It was that year because yeah. Bill Bills was all about uh, like sleeping with the cup and like you had a yeah, yeah, yeah. And drinking yeah. out of it. Hey, that's I'll post that. I'll post that. You should that's post it like seven or eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should post it on the DSL. It should be on the DSL. Sure. Show. All right, moment yeah, number. Actually, yes, yes. That should be on the DSL.com website. Now there Vegas is softball. Why the fuck is it not? But there is a video on there. What's that? It's okay, on, we got five yeah, moments. We got five moments to get through. So number five, uh, New Neal uh, destroying Jonesy. Uh, number four. Number four. Back in the day, DSL used to be a pretty heavy drinking league. Whereas, like, if you went to Thursday Party 2 on a Saturday night, mm. you might see 10 to 15 people. On this particular night... Oh, by the way, we used to play on Sunday. This particular Saturday night, I was there until 3, 4 a.m. Fucked up. And Gaz, googly-eyed Gaz, was just like, yeah, I'm fucked up. I have first game tomorrow. And dirty. Old dirty. Old dirty Gaz. Old dirty Gaz. And then... I went the next day to Diriu, and Gaz is sleeping on the stands. And I'm like, Gaz... We've, we've addressed this. This is so annoying. You you've clearly, talked about this before? You clearly have not listened to the show at all. Ever! We no. have dissected this at nauseum. Like, but no, but this this could be a different day, because Gaz did this a couple yeah, times. Yeah. Right? So this... It's not the time where Gaz like, yo, coach, I can't see. Is that what you're talking... Is that what Let's you've had I We'll see, we'll see. Keep going. Okay. So this time, Gaz, I had to wake Gaz up mm-hmm. in Diriu. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, did you go home? He's like, no, I just slept here. Yeah. And to me, and then he played a terrible game of softball. But like, just a player going from. <laughs> not the game. No, you're talking about the googly eyed guys. Can't see coach. I can't see. We're talking about he hit a he hit a home run and couldn't remember it later. I mean, no, my story was not even a home run, a grand slam. Jeez. I, mean, I think it was against my team actually, and he hit that grand slam. He's over. I mean, a very close, a very close number four is also Gaz, where he Scorio also had the time where, but he many played those words. Where Scotty tried to hide him in like right rover, and people kept hitting to him, and then eventually, you you talked about this, yeah, and then Gaz said like, yeah, I think he actually got he took a he ball had a number of games him. like this, yeah, this wasn't one game, but to me yeah. it's this sleeping at Darius Stadium and then playing the next day. I mean that's 
dedication to the yeah, game. Yeah, and like that's dedication playing, to the DSL. Playing in the outfield, like uh, just getting <laughs> just getting balls off the 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 legs, the chest, the face. Gaz hasn't seen so many balls in the face like that since uh, since his high school days. Uh, oh man! What happened in his high school days? You guys, right. you guys, you guys listen. listen. Uh, go right, have to okay. kick it. No, we're going. In, we're moving into uh, DSL moment DSL three. Okay, and number three. Number three. My first year and my only year is an all ball. I played center field. Mm. Patrick Hahn played third base, and Matt Usher played left field. Oh. Matt Usher and I had the best ever dynamic between a center fielder and left fielder because we're both quite good in the outfield, athletic, whatever. We're fine, but. Usher had Patrick Hahn playing in front of him, and Usher would say shit to him like, hey, move a bit left. And Patrick Hahn would essentially give him the finger yeah. and just say, fuck you. No. <laughs> and then there was one inning where Patrick Hahn was playing right beside, I think, Daryl McGee or whoever a short was. Because I drafted Snyder to play oh, short. Oh, you're right. That's right. couldn't play, so I ended up playing a lot of short. So this year. inning, for whatever reason, Patrick Hahn is playing almost with a short stops in play. Two feet away from Waters. And Usher's yelling at Patrick, hey, move towards third base. Just move over. Like, half a step. Half a step. And Patrick Hahn looks at him, like, goes like, huh. And this turns back. The next hitter hits up right down the third baseline. Yeah. Usher throws his glove on the ground. And then runs, picks the ball up, and just whips it to second base. And, oh, man, it's just... I love it. Petty Han calls some moments. He's got a lot of moments. He does, but watching these, like, just watching Usher's head explode because he was so right in that moment. And then to be proven right. And for no one to listen to him. I I, I tell you, like, I, I, I met... Uh, Patty Han a number of times inside and outside of DSL, and not not a bad guy. Oh, but not a bad guy, great guy. Always wrong inside DSL. <laughs> uh, always not not much not much he did uh, cor- correctly or. Uh, Jamie, always got a chip on his shoulder. I know you're his good buddy, right? And uh, yeah, I disagree with what you're saying right now. I put him at second base, and he was he he actually wore like body armor, like football gear, like uh, chest protector, uh-huh. not not like the pads, you know, but like small pads, almost like a back catcher's. And he body would armor. just kind of like that, but he would nothing really got. He would like dive and all. He was really great at second. But I know exactly the moment that you're talking about, Jonesy, where yeah, Usher was just like, get over to the line. If you're over on the line, I can play out closer to center a little bit. But the ball got through him. Usher had to run all the way out in the foul territory to get the ball and throw it in. Yeah. Um, but Usher threw his glove on the ground before doing it because it was so frustrating. And I want to say that was, a, like, that was, yeah. like, that was Just, near the end of the game, too, because then we had to go break it down, and then we were in the stands, and it yeah. was like this like it was a thing. big deal, right? And I thought it was, I loved it. Now... I, uh, I, I, the moment that I thought you were going to talk about with all balls, and I'll let you continue, was when Pete the Babe Garcia was up in the stands. Pete the Babe! Oh, when I got angry. Babe, when I got angry. It could have very well been the same game, because it was also in duty, I know that. It wasn't near you. Um, and I, oh, maybe it wasn't. I was playing, I think I was playing, I mean, it was short, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Pete the Babe was up to bat. 
he's not there, he's not there, he's not there, the game stops, what's going on? We look way, way up in the stands. There's Pete, like, fucking so goddamn far away, yep. buying beer, flirting with whoever the hell was selling the beer. He's he's threatening to join again, right? He is threatening to join again. <laughs> and, we're, and like all, we're on the field like, come on, get Get the hell down here. And it's hot as hell, and I'm heated because I've scored three or four runs. Here and then we have to Jonesy. wait for him. Jonesy. Malaski, you remember him, right? Of Pete, course. Pete the remember Pete the Bay. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's... Right. It sounded like some message on on the DCL group. was like, hey, where are you guys playing? When does it start? I was like, are you, are you still here? <laughs> he still hopefully, hopefully, he, hopefully he listens to the podcast, and hopefully he's a big fan. Yeah. I'm but, sure he yeah, is. Jonesy was very upset that like day, that. and I realized, I oh shit, heated. I'm the captain. I should be upset. Yeah, and I was heated. Yeah. Because we good. had to wait for this dude to come down from the stands, then he had his little batting gloves on, and we're just sitting out there in the outfield just sweating. And then he struck out. No, he, no. he like he actually got a hit too. Yeah. Which made it worse. And then there as we came off the field, the team's like, Yeah, good job, team. And that made it so much worse for that me. That was like, J.O. It was J.O.'s Hannah, man. Oh, I'm like, oh, man. You that's fucking where it is. losers. It's, it's, all, it's on the captain. Like, you're reeling, reeling your players. And that's why, like, yeah. you know, in the draft strategy, you don't want to fucking, you don't want to draft heat. You got to have fun. You got to have fun. You have to drop it. All right. Uh, let's move on to number two. Uh, I'm going to bring up a player who Waters has talked about, J.O. Mm-hmm. J.O. been a hell of a coach. He has a record for most wins. But, man, defensively, he had one game where he tried to hide himself. We were at uh, Kim Young. He can't hide Kim Young Canvas in Myungdok. And he tried to hide himself in right rover. And he had, yes, he had no joke, like five straight balls hit to him. And after the, like, the first one was a pop-up, he kind of missed it. That happens. Number two happened, and the whole fans is going... J-O. And then by ball, like three or four people were aiming from him, and he's throwing his little hat on the ground, he's missing his fucking tooth, little, and he's this little so head on angry. His little cause his dumbass little head. And he's this he is so frustrated, <laughs> but he can't do anything because he's the coach of his stupid team who's losing, and he's the reason they're losing. Do you remember where he put himself? He put himself at third base yeah, for like half a season. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now, like I was, oh, I was man. talking to, uh, I was That's talking to Malaska about this earlier today. But you know, back in the day, like you know, Jail's team just dominated, right? Yes. In that in that fourteen league. But isn't that different than uh, a ten team league, for example, 100%. right? Do you know of any teams that won the championship when it was a ten team league, Hebs? Not going there. Okay. <laughs> Not going the there. Jokes. Not going there because because <laughs> because as uh, Jason uh, Jason Brainer's team, mm-hmm. he won it in the fourteen league. So I can't I can't diss Jail's team. Uh, Jail though won it two or three years in a row. He had he had uh, he went he won like twenty games straight. undefeated. 20, I think like, twenty seven, right? So like that's yes, I, yeah. That's so that's right. several that's, seasons. That's spectacular. The only issue I have about that is that's if you have a four team league, mm-hmm. every player you draft is so significant. If you if one player gets hurt or moves or is a military and can't come to the game, that is massive. So it's so much when you have a ten team league or even this year we're gonna have a six team league, right? You have to be far more strategic Did because it. your player pool is more balanced. Whereas, like, four-team league, your first-rounder sucks. 
you're screwed. No, this is this is a DSL record. Uh, You know, as much as I hate to admit it, same as uh, fucking uh, Dustin's five cocks in one day, five uh, five (laughs) home runs. Oh, home runs! Sorry, five five dingers for the cocks in one day. Uh, five and dingers in a day. Um, it is what it is. Yes, this is. These are DSL records. Oh, jail's, I will jail's record. It. That is ridiculous. That that's. I know. I know. Jo. I love him. He's a great dude, and he re, he deserves right. that respect. And that's, it spans, that's insane. It spans several drafts. Several different like, teams. It's like three years, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's he nuts. knew what he was doing. I mean, five home runs in a day is incredible. Yeah. Go ahead. What's your next one? Last one. Oh, Wait, sorry. Oh, sorry. Number five. No, we're at one. Four. What? Number, what? Number, number five. five. Wait, we're, we're at five. Sorry, sorry. But last thing, you've been here the whole sorry. time. No, go ahead. Come on. I thought you were going to do it. Hey, hey. Right, I'll ahead. give you this go one. Ahead. No, I'll give you this one. Ready? Our producer Ready? is. It's number one. Ready? Yeah. Number one. All right, number one. I was a bus driver with Boulder, and we went, uh, we used to have Fridays off at work, of course. Was this before or after you played in the league? Played in the league. <laughs> I don't even. You were a bus driver. Uh, okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> better than his, good job. Better good than job. these fucking pieces of shit here. <laughs> so, uh, Boulder and I, six of us, we went out to the fucking mountains of like Andong Mountain McGee, but fuck nowhere. And with we Daryl, it was actually McGee was not there, <laughs> but it was like me, Greg, Jo, Boulder, Greg DeVillers. Uh, Digger and like I don't know somebody else, and eight hours nine to five, Friday Saturday, we used to play softball on Sunday. At night we just get so fucked up, fucked up that the next day I was teaching and my pants were tucked into my socks and I just felt dumb. Sunday we're driving home, Bulger and I in his little fucking red Matisse or whatever, um, yeah, and like him and I are just so quiet. I think he had a Juliet, not a Matisse, a Juliet. Sure. Check yes, Juliet. Yes, sure. That's, I can confirm that. But like, yeah. him and I are driving, and we're quiet for no joke, like twenty minutes. We know we have a softball game. We're quiet. We're not bored, but it's just like this fucking sucks. I'm like, Chris, I gotta go to their fucking trunk while driving and grab a beer or two. And he's like, Yeah, you know, grab me one. We start having a couple sips of beer, and I turn on the radio. He has a giant fucking CD like bag or whatever, you know that shit. Oh, from, like, those things. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, he's like, I'm like. Chris, we gotta wake up. I put on the Foo Fighters. Put on Everlong, and it just starts with and like Everlong, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we just start pounding beer. And we show up, we're fucking wasted, and one softball game, and it's just like we went from the absolute depths of hangover driving to fuck it, let's make the best of the situation. But Chris had one beer, and uh, you know. The rest of us had some beers and he was party. perfectly sober as he exactly you know, that's, that's what I made mean. perfectly sober. But the rest of us, you know, we had some beers, we had some fun, and we just turned it into a great time and that energy that we brought forward. Yeah. Uh, these are DSL moments in history. <laughs> that that moment, Boulder told me specifically to ask you about that when you were on the show. Really? And, um, yeah, I was talking to Boulder the I don't know a while ago. And he goes, you got to ask Jonesy about about us, like, drinking beer in the car and jamming out on the way to the softball game. Yeah. But I noticed that... That's uh, an easy number one. I noticed you're, one in, your, in your stories there, you were saying, like, I named a bunch of people and you said Digger and then whoever else. Hmm. 
And uh, are you implying that whoever else was not his wife, Annie? Annie was not there. Ooh. It was six. Juicy. Juicy, dude. Six uh, boys. Go... Six boys went to the mountains and taught university kids for two days. Oh, I didn't know Digger was gay. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I could not. I was like, hey, 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 you know what? Digger is not listening. <laughs> yeah. No, Digger is not. And, and probably, he's not listening. And probably nobody that knows Digger is listening. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, going to the mountains is actually a great euphemism or whatever for euphemism. Is that is what you saying, right? Euphemism, isn't it? No, euph, euph, euphemism, mism, isn't it? Stop it. Okay. Oh, we're done. We're done. We're done. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, no, we're, no, we're, we're, we're going to send, send the dogs off. dogs off. We're going to send the dogs off. I didn't cut it. We need more. Musket, don't cut this. We need, It's it. by the way, it's it's euphemism. 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 I think it's a mism. I don't think I misspoke. Euphemism? Euphemism. Euphemism. Okay. Malaski loves this. We'll keep it in. Great Jones. Thank you. I'm sorry. Jones. You can call me Greg. Thank you. Gregory. Let's call him his full name. Gregory. I, I always call you Jonesy. <laughs> I always call you Jonesy. Jonesy works. Jonesy, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything that you'd like to plug at this time? I didn't expect you to say this at all. Oh, uh, we... bowling league stuff? Uh, is that, is that uh, bowling or... is on hold because we're not allowed more than four people at a time. Even if we have, like, lane, no people in the lane. It doesn't matter. I can't plug bowling league. But... Mm. So, Hepsi and I have talked about once, like, softball ends, once mm-hmm. the DSL season ends, like, what would we do with the podcast? Mm-hmm. And we're thinking about just making it a general, like, Daegu expat or Korean DBL. expat. DBL. DBL podcast. <laughs> That's why we made everybody a dog. We deputized the whole fucking <laughs> country. Um, so, but yeah, we'd like to have uh, bowling updates. And I'm in. Knows, maybe one of us will join the goddamn league and uh, Again. we'll pivot to a, a bowling podcast. You know, Waters once bowled a 223 in bowling. Yeah. No joke. But I think it was on, like, League Night. Oh, I know. It was during... It was, warm up or something. It, no, it was during no, no, no. match play, which doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I legitimately rolled a two... I think I went, like, four or five... I didn't win, like, a ton It was, like, four straight strikes, like, spare, yeah. spare, four... Yeah, anyways. Um, but it didn't matter. count towards the league. Hepsi's played in the league plenty of years. Twice. I, I want to get back there. Uh, yeah. Actually, a great uh, problem with DSLs at their... Uh, this uh, DBL... It's fucking... Thank uh, you, Bowling League. Some, some I've never solid... Won, I've never it's won, a great so. way to start the weekend, man. Start on a Thursday night. Thursday night. You know, play some... Little, roll some ball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> roll God. some ball. Roll, roll some ball, man. Play some and then, roll you know, ball. And then uh, come out on uh, Sunday. I wanted the first... The, my first year in the, the Bowling League. I want it. I want it. Me, personally. Won the championship. Pat on your back. Pat yeah. on your back. Okay. Well, well dogs, um, I think... I think that's going to uh, wrap us up here for the evening. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we appreciate your ears every time. Next week, we have a great one. We have the draft coming up. Today was a great one, wasn't it? We have I thought even... today was a great one. Today was fine. Next week, though. This shit. Next week, we got a great one. We're going to we're gonna run down uh, the teams. We're going to do oh, a Sunday morning. Oh, that's going to be a morning. big one. That's going to be a Sunday morning one. after the draft. Hebsey and I are going to wake up super early. We're going to get Corey Baker to come into the studio with us and break down the teams. So thanks for choking down this episode with us. We'll see you next week uh, for an even better one. All right. All right. Bow wow. Give me your